of the Little Detours Shortcuts with Regina Brennan, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. My sister Mary woke up my soul. One day she sent me an email giving me an update on what was going on in her life. And at the end of it, she wrote, I'm living the life my soul wants to have. Am I? I asked myself. Are you? I never looked at it that way. What would that kind of life look like? Can I really simply live the life my soul wants me to live? That is the only life worth living. How do you know what that is? Your soul knows. It's not the resume life so many of us pursue. It's what Arianna Huffington calls the eulogy life. Rumi once wrote, the soul is here for its own joy. What is the soul? The highest self, the God within, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth that abides within us all. What I do know for sure is I spend too much physical, emotional, and spiritual energy trying to mine everyone else's life, as if my gossip and critiques and judgment will make any difference. My friend Katie often reminds me, not my circus, not my monkeys. Other people's lives and decisions fall in the category of none of my business. I agree with the writer Chris Carr. She's an inspirational cancer survivor and author who said, the only time you can change someone is when they're in diapers. When you're minding other people's energy, you're wasting your own. One of my spiritual advisors, Lynn McGowan, recommended I ask my soul this question before I get out of bed every morning. Soul, is there anything I need to know today? I even wrote it in black Sharpie on my white alarm clock. Soul, is there anything I need to know today? Then I pause and listen. The answer always comes gentle as a feather landing on my pillow. This is what I hear. Be in the moment. Be still. Be good to you today. Be present in today. Be here. Be happy. All is well. Go easy on yourself. Just love your life. Take really good care of yourself today. Just do the next right thing. Pour love all over you today. Mind your own soul. Go love your life. The words are always a mantra of kindness and calm. They're never mean or harsh. After I ask the question, I write down the answer. And then I stand and get grounded to face the day, and I put on my soul ring. I have a ring that I slide onto my finger, and I ask for the grace to live the life that my soul wants me to live. And then I give thanks for that grace, and I go about my day. At night, I take it off and I give thanks for the day. My soul used to feel so scattered. It reminded me of the mercury we used to play with as a child from broken thermometers, long before we knew how harmful it was. The mercury would slide around in a ball on the sidewalk, and if you poked it, it would break them to a bunch of little balls and run around like kids at recess. Then we'd roll the balls together, and they'd make one big liquid metal ball. A few spiritual advisors and counselors told me that child abuse can shatter a child's soul and the pieces stay scattered until the adult self gathers them up. I always felt like I had that inside of me, kind of broken and scattered. One year, I headed out to Phoenix and read a book on soul retrieval on the plane and thought about all the broken pieces of my life that felt like soul losses, the abuse, the neglect, the betrayals. 
On that trip, my sister and I drove to Sedona and we sat meditating in what they called a spiritual energy vortex. I leaned against a mountain and faced another and let my body rest. After an hour, I felt moved to sit in the vortex in the middle. I gathered stones and built a little stack of smooth rocks. It felt like an altar at the feet of this crooked, twisty juniper tree. I set down the first big rock to honor me, the me I was before birth, a blueprint in the cosmos, a thought of God, a handful of stardust. And then I whispered a prayer, heal me at one, at two, at three, and so on up to age six when I was sexually abused. Then I added another rock and swirled my fingers around the rock, and I prayed for healing of the child I was at six and seven and eight and nine and ten. Then I added another rock for when I gave up on love, when I sat on the railroad tracks, when I was just a child. I prayed, heal me at ten, eleven, twelve, and so on up to seventeen, when I was raped in high school. Then I added another rock to heal me at eighteen, nineteen, 20, and 21, when I was raped again. Then I added another rock to heal me at another turn and twist on the broken road of life. I asked for healing of every bumpy relationship, healing from the cancer journey all the way up to who I am today. The words of one psalm I've prayed so often during my times of desperation came to me. You are my strength and my song, my rock, my salvation. I shall not be moved. Before leaving Sedona, I walked a labyrinth at midnight. The lodge at Sedona had the seven-path classical labyrinth, which is both kind of a geometric form and a spiritual path. It looks like a maze, but most mazes have a different beginning and different ending, but not a labyrinth. There aren't any choices to make except one. Will you enter? The only path leads to the center, then back out again. It winds, and just when you think you're near the center, it turns left or right. So before entering, I got quiet and felt my feet on the earth. I heard the words, I am, whispered. No, more like breathed into me. The stars in the Arizona sky twinkled and blinked and winked at me. I walked the labyrinth again in the cool morning before sunrise. I set out to go barefoot, but the rocks hurt. No more suffering, I said. That is not my path. So I put my sandals back on, and as I walked, the words, I am, Help me surrender all the identities at every turn. Writer, author, columnist, journalist, mother, wife, daughter, sister, aunt, neighbor, speaker, grandmother, stepmother, woman. I surrender them all for a blank slate. I am. My soul gave me a blank slate. I smiled as I felt myself call my soul back home. Like kids playing ollie ollie and free. After all these years, our game of hide-and-seek was over. Soul, come back. It's safe to return. I'll protect you. I'll embrace you. I'll love you. Or maybe it was my soul calling me back home. It didn't matter which. I was ready to welcome all of me back, every age, every fragmented piece. I was finally ready to live the life my soul wants me to live. I hope you're ready to live the life your soul wants you to be. I don't know what that life is, but you know. Your soul knows. And if you get quiet enough every morning and every night, it will tell you what exactly that is.
Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I hope you've subscribed to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, please give me a rating and review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. And while you're there, sign up to receive weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks again for listening. Now go listen to your soul and make something possible.